when you look good, you feel good. Uh-huh. That's the only way I feel you should. You know Coulda, woulda, never did it for you. Gotta do it for the love. love. Do it for the culture. Culture. Feel it in your soul, life like a roller coaster. Got its ups and its downs, but you gotta keep going. Keep going. Don't stop when you still got motion. Nah. Stay dedicated, daily devotion. Happy Monday. Yes. Start of a new week. I really just cannot believe that it's already 2024. You know, I was thinking about it like, how long will it take for me to not write 2023? I, I was thinking about it the other day how hard it is to try to explain concepts to kids. Yes. Because Carson, I was trying to explain, because he was like, I'm five and a half. And I was like, well, you're not technically five and a half yet. He will be in February. Yeah. And I was like, you're a little bit more than five and a quarter. And I was then I was trying to explain like what a quarter is of a whole and how many months of a year are a quarter and all of these things. And I was like, God, uh, it's really hard sometimes to try and explain concepts to children. Like I didn't, yeah, this, like I could draw this probably pretty well, but we were in the car talking about it. Yeah. This morning, Marcus was asking like how they build roads and like, you know, how did he, how did the bridge get up there? And then, I, you know, did they use the rollers and how long did it take and all this stuff? And then he was like, yeah. And if something happens to the bridge and it goes in the water, then you have to get the crane. And I was like, but there's no water anywhere here. <laughs> So I don't know where you're getting this from. Then we had to talk, if it's over a lake, sure, that makes sense. But it's so hard to like explain things to them. Uh, last night, Nick said that he went to go put Carson to bed and he comes downstairs and he goes, Carson was talking about the time. Cause we usually set a timer on Alexa for like bedtime. We're like, okay, Carson, 10 more minutes. And we'll set a timer on Alexa that like he then, once he hears the timer, he goes right up. And he didn't hear the timer last night. So we had to set a new timer. And apparently Nick was putting him to bed and he goes, fucking Alexa. And I was like, where did you? <laughs> Probably for me. But um, yep. maybe it was from also, I'm listening to Sean Whalen's book. Uh, oh, what's the name of it? Um, I just started it on Audible and I was listening to it in the car uh, on the way home from Missouri. And it's called How to Make Shit Happen. Um, yeah. And he swears quite frequently in the book. So that might have also been. Oh, yeah. We were listening to Andy Frisella on our way down to my sister's and Marcus woke up from a nap and started repeating some of the things Andy was saying. And I was like, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, don't say it at school. Don't say it outside the house or the car, please. But yeah. And they obviously, I remember being a kid, too. Like, you know, you're not supposed to say it. So then you think it's funnier. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really hard not to laugh in terms of how he says it because it's so appropriate. That, yes. that like I can't even be mad at you because at least you're using this like the right way, but yeah. Uh, okay, children, ma'am, children. Today we are talking all about low serotonin levels, neurotransmitters, and a little known supplement called 5-HTP that can be very helpful. So we're going to start to do some segments that are just kind of covering um, a topic that doesn't need to be 30, 45 minutes. So these are going to be a little bit shorter podcasts for you to listen to. Sometimes, you know, we do hear that people love the long, lengthy episodes, but at the end of the day, I also know from a listening uh, perspective, it's nice to have some short ones sprinkled in for you. So we're going to be planning on doing some of those in 2024, quick, sweet, um, you know, tips for you and things that you can take and put into action. Because sometimes I also think there's 
so much information that can become a little overwhelming. You don't know where to start. So let's first talk about serotonin. So serotonin is something that has been called the happy neurotransmitter or the happy molecule because it helps really create a positive mood. And so when we think about serotonin, you know, we want to have adequate levels in the body. On the Dutch test, we can see some things related to neurotransmitters, but there's no really real way to test neurotransmitter levels. Um, and so this is something that we'll go through today, some major symptoms of maybe low serotonin, and then a few tips even beyond 5-HTP of things that you can do to support serotonin, because this is really, really important, especially in the brain. 95% of the serotonin in the body is actually produced in the intestines, but it's very important um, for cognition, for melatonin, which plays a big role in sleep. Um, it's also helpful with impulse control, pain relief, um, satiety, and a variety of other things. And when we think about long-term effects of low serotonin, um, this can be increased uh, risk of heart disease, Alzheimer's, or dementia. And we can also look at other health issues, symptoms such as headaches, asthma, fibromyalgia. And so when especially if you have gut health issues going on, when production in the gut drop, it can be a pretty big contributor to developing um, irritable bowel syndrome. And so this is really important. Um, like anything, I think every podcast that we start talking about things with uh, multiple symptoms, you know, we don't want to just jump the gun and think like, ah, that's it, right? Because a lot of these symptoms um, can also be caused by or, you know, associated with other health issues as well. So this is not the end all be all, but this actually, you know, could be something that is to blame if you are struggling with some of these symptoms. So I'll let Becca go through some of those major symptoms and then yep. we'll talk about what you can do. Yep. So some symptoms of low serotonin levels, frequent worry or anxiety, seasonal affective disorder, trouble falling asleep, moodiness is really common for you. Maybe you're a light sleeper. You wake up really frequently. You're very self-critical. You struggle with guilt, craving sweet or salty foods, especially later in the day, lacking self-confidence, obsessive behaviors or addictive behaviors. We tend to see a lot of people that are perfectionists or people that have addiction around sugar, alcohol, sex, TV, whatever it might be. Um, we see this a lot of times on genetic testing and the way that we process our neurotransmitters or how there might be blockages in your processing of neurotransmitters within the body. Um, fibromyalgia or unexplained muscle pains is really common with low serotonin, craving wine or alcohol in the evening. And I want to touch really fast because there are a few different types of happy hormones. Serotonin is kind of your calm hormone, well-being, happiness, helps with appetite, sleep, memory. You also have dopamine though. Dopamine is more the reward hormone. Um, this is called your kind of feel-good hormone. A lot of times you'll get dopamine highs and lows. So people maybe, this is like an addictive behavior type situation. So people need more and more of that thing to create more and more dopamine from that thing. Um, and then they get bigger drops off in dopamine. And so they feel worse afterwards. Oxytocin is more around bonding, arousal communication, anti-stress, self-esteem, and then endorphins a lot of times are, you know, relieving of stress, relieving of pain, re feeling of euphoria, pleasure. So you can have dopamine and serotonin deficiencies. Uh, so for example, dopamine deficiency is more, so think Parkinson's-like, 
symptoms, so slow reaction time. Um, serotonin deficiency is more obsessive, compulsive type symptoms. So obsessive thoughts, compulsive behaviors. And when they overlap, we a lot of times see depression and cravings. Um, so it's kind of like when you have both serotonin and dopamine deficiencies, we'll see that double whammy happen. Um, so women are more than twice as likely as men to experience anxiety, depression, mood disorders. Um, and we tend to experience more carb cravings, binge eating, and weight gain. Um, so with men, we see it more as ADHD, alcoholism, anger and rudeness, sex addiction, drug addictions. Females, it's more anxiety, depression, emotions, carb cravings, weight gain. So makes sense. I think a lot of times you could probably see or think of some males that, you know, you could, they're, they're, they tend to not be as much the emotional carb craving, weight gain. They're more of the alcohol drinking, you know, ADHD, can't keep focus, can't remember things, can't listen, <laughs> excuse me, anger, rudeness type symptom yeah. presenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we've talked about uh, with Dr. Ben Lynch, when we think about genetics, that plays a big role here. We also think about how anti everything is in terms of uh, medications, right? And so when we're helping clients, you know, really try to get to the root cause, uh, it's not an anti-anxiety deficiency, like a medication deficiency, right? It's either low serotonin or other things that are going on within the body. And so there has been some research that shows that, you know, of course, for severe cases of anxiety and depression, you know, using medication alongside herbal agents can make that medication even more effective, but also allow that person then to wean off more effectively so that they're not staying on something like an SSRI long-term. Because we know that those also have tremendous side effects um, and they're hard to get off of. They can be addicting. So, you know, what we really want to think about is can we get to the root cause here? Um, and, you know, while we might need to use some intervention uh, in severe cases for a period of time, the goal would be to get people balanced back out. So let's talk about what reduces serotonin, because I think this is really uh, important when we think about why one's level might drop other than, you know, obviously things going on within the gut microbiome, uh, since 95% of serotonin is made in the gut. So there can be other chronic mental or emotional stressors, inadequate sleep um, or poor quality sleep, right? Blood sugar dysregulation, um, B1, B2, B6, or folate deficiency. Go back and listen to our podcast on MTHFR, folate, all these things, uh, because that's going to be huge in terms of methylation, homocysteine levels, could be vitamin D deficiency. We know vitamin D acts as a hormone. Very important, uh, especially for our neurotransmitters. Magnesium deficiency, sedentary lifestyle. Um, maybe you have an omega-3 fatty acid deficiency, poor absorption, right, of your nutrients because of inflammation in the body, chronic brain inflammation. We always say brain on fire, gut on fire, and vice versa. Um, and then we think about some of these different genetic SNPs um, or polymorphisms uh, that would be impacting, you know, serotonin. And so Again, um, there's really not great ways to test other than you can do um, an organic acids test. We have done that um, to give us a little bit of insight, but it's not going to be 100% accurate. Um, and so, you know, those are just some things that uh, we use in our practice, but there's natural ways that we can boost our serotonin. And you have 
Listen, if you've listened to the Food Code podcast for a while, you know Becca and I are big fans of getting outside, getting healthy sun exposure, especially first thing in the morning. If you're someone who struggles with SAD, seasonal affective you know, disorder, then you also might want to consider something like a happy light, something that mimics the sunshine. 10,000 lux uh, light exposure can really help improve serotonin production, but also melatonin regulation. Get into the dirt, whether this is grounding or gardening, um, you know, going outside just barefoot. Microbes in our soil, these help increase serotonin uh, levels as well uh, because it also gives us a diverse uh, exposure to different um, bacteria and so forth. You could also, you know, think about just getting in the sand, going to the beach, those types of things. Exercise, especially for me, I think it's walking in nature that does more for me um, in terms of my mood, getting sunlight on my eyes, right? Than even just obviously listening to some good music and um, doing my resistance training. I love all of that, but I personally have found that being in nature is meditative and it it just brings a lot of joy. Gratitude is huge. Prayer, meditation, you know, all of those things um, that work on your central nervous system to help increase positivity um, will also help increase the brain's serotonin levels. Um, and then obviously there's nutritional strategies, which we'll go through and supplements as well. Yep. So for foods, wild caught, cold water, fatty fish, salmon, great example of that, organic green tea, turmeric, fermented foods like sauerkraut, pickles, kimchi, dark chocolate are all really good. And you want to avoid things that are higher in carbohydrates because those tend to throw off blood sugar. So when it comes to supplementations, we'll touch on 5-HTP last as that's kind of going to be the deeper dive into it. But omega-3 fatty acids are really helpful. Um, I talk about these a lot on my Instagram. They're anti-inflammatory. They have a positive effect on brain health. You want to pick something that's purified fish oil and that is high in fatty acids, EPA and DHA. So between EPA and DHA, you should be getting about 1,000 milligrams or one gram to 2000 milligrams or two grams. And that's a good like maintenance dose. If you are extremely inflamed, you see and know you have high CRP markers or high homocysteine markers or whatever it might be, you might want to go to like two to four grams per day, depending on the person for a period of time. But for maintenance, one to two grams a day is a great place to go. Magnesium helps modulate the stress hormone in the brain, which can have a direct impact on neurotransmitters. We like magnesium glycinate, malate, or threonate. Um, you can do magwell from ZRT. I think it is. No, not ZRT. Um, SRT. Uh, SRT is the name, and they have a combination. Um, we also like magnesium glycinate from Pure Encapsulations is a good one. The hardest thing with those brands is a lot of them are only about 100 milligrams and you per capsule, and you do want to be taking somewhere usually from like 300 to 600 milligrams for most people, so it just turns into a lot of capsules. Um, but magnesium... There also are powders and liquid forms that you can take of those as well. Yeah. I was actually, um, if you are somebody who's looking for a good magnesium supplement and you want all eight forms, magnesium breakthrough uh, is a really good uh, one that we like. And they have one now that's formulated with all seven forms or all eight forms or seven forms or all eight forms, I should say, because some people are a little bit uh, sensitive to the citrate, which can give you a little bit you know, more of a push with your stools as that is more of an osmotic laxative. So either one of those, I like them because they have all of them or majority of them, right? Instead of just like a lot of like the Tri-Mag and um, different ones, Magwell, they have blends and they are great, but 
for me thinking about, I want to minimize the amount of supplements I need to take magnesium breakthrough on their website. You can see, you know, the seven, or if you want all eight, depending upon where you're at. So that's just a shout out to them. We have no affiliation with them, but they are a really good quality brand. Yeah. B complexes are also great. Um, as we saw deficiency in B, deficiencies in B vitamins can definitely directly be linked to low serotonin levels. L-theanine is a naturally occurring free form amino acid that provides relaxation support. Um, rhodiola is an adaptogenic herb that's great. Uh, it is an oxidase inhibitor, so it blocks enzymes in the body that break down serotonin. Um, SAME is S-adenosylmethionine. And a lot of times this will be in essentially a part of the methylation process. Um, the only challenging part is that some people do not tolerate SAME because they, when supported with it, turn into overmethylators or, you know, if they're undermethylators, uh, if you're an undermethylator, you tend to benefit from it. So if you have low methylation levels, you would usually benefit from SAME. Um, if you're an overmethylator or turn into an overmethylator, you can actually get the opposite effect. So you get more depression, more low mood. Um, and you can understand that by getting, you know, genetic testing, um, you can see it to an extent on the Dutch test, but it's not really full methylation view on the Dutch test. Uh, so that's something that definitely you want to be careful with. SAME is not something like a B vitamin or magnesium that most people can benefit from. So finally, let's dive into 5-HTP because this is the best molecule when it comes to boosting serotonin levels naturally, and it's easy for the body to convert the 5-HTP into serotonin. So let's dive into what is 5-HTP, how can it benefit you? all the good stuff. Yeah. So 5-HTP is a precursor to the neurotransmitter. Um, and so it's made from the amino acid, which are building blocks of proteins, tryptophan. So tryptophan first gets converted into 5-HTP via the enzyme tryptophan hydroxylase, and then it gets converted into serotonin by other enzymes, L-amino acid decarboxidase. You don't need to know all of these crazy <laughs> scientific terms, right? Um, but it's really important because, um, again, when we think about things that can be supplemental to your diet, especially if you're struggling with some of those symptoms, um, this would help uh, somebody, you know, obviously until they're on the other side of a healing protocol, maybe minimize some of those symptoms that we talked about. 5-HTB um, has been well-researched um, to help support symptoms such as insomnia or other sleep disorders, mood-related issues, depression, anxiety, headaches, migraines, obesity, and overeating. Um, I would also say that there are other things that you can do uh, in terms of your sugar cravings as well. So we really like um, gymnema. That's a, a really great herb that can help kind of change your taste buds uh, to sugar until you can get off of the sugar. Can also help support pain, including fibromyalgia and PMS symptoms, um, ADHD symptoms, Parkinson's disease symptoms, and other neurological issues, uh, alcoholism withdrawal, as well as seasonal affective disorder. Obviously, we know it's the good uh, mood neurotransmitter here. So we are primarily, you know, putting it in place to increase the synthesis of serotonin. Um, and again, when we think about managing some of these things, it may be in conjunction with other things, but just know it's not a magic pill, right? You need to be focusing on other aspects of your lifestyle. You would also want to make sure that your nutrition is in line and your diet and give it time. 
these are natural things that we're talking about. Um, and so when we think about, you know, the length that it might take for you to see results anywhere between four and eight weeks, kind of depending upon, you know, the person. Um, and so when we think about too serotonin, um, you know, it, it cannot be taken in supplement form because it cannot cross the blood-brain barrier. And that's where the 5-HTP comes to play because it's giving the body the resources that it needs as a precursor to make more, right? And so, you know, depending upon how you want to use this um, is going to change kind of the dosing and the timing that you would take 5-HTP. So if you're somebody who wants to manage anxiety and depression, um, you know, you would take this kind of throughout the day. Uh, typically the dosing, again, this is going to be person independence, but standard kind of dosing is anywhere between 300 and 500 milligrams. I would be taking it, uh, you know, kind of throughout the day if I was looking to support anxiety and depression, uh, if I was looking to increase my satiety from food intake, take it with a meal. Uh, I would recommend anytime you're taking 5-HTP to, to take it with a meal. If you want it as a sleep aid, take that then just at dinner time or shortly after dinner, like before you're going to bed to wind down. Um, you know, I think that it's really going to be person independent on other things, but this is something that you can look into, um, you know, to support some of these things that we've talked about that serotonin is really, you know, really important for. And we've talked a lot about sleep, right? We know that we are not going to fully recover and feel well if we're not sleeping well. And so if you are somebody who has tried melatonin and you don't handle it very well because you feel like you are, you know, groggy or sleepy in the morning, um, then try 5-HTP, right? Try magnesium, L-theanine. That's another really good one for supporting sleep, um, you know, that you can take at nighttime. So, you know, the only thing that I would say here is- yep. If you are somebody who is on an SSRI, work with your practitioner, work with uh, somebody to understand, you know, maybe what your dosing might look like, because you certainly don't want to, you know, overdo it either. Yeah. So just to kind of recap, one, for anxiety and depression, it can help manage it. And the, the way that it's different from SSRIs, because I think it's important to understand this, SSRIs work not by increasing serotonin production. They conserve serotonin that is already in the brain by preventing the degradation of that synaptic serotonin. 5-HTP helps the brain produce more serotonin. So if you don't respond to antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications, it might be because not that you need to conserve the levels that are there, it is that you do not have adequate levels to begin with. And so that is where 5-HTP can be something that could be beneficial if SSRIs are not. Sleep, like Liz was mentioning, I find yes for people that struggle to fall uh, fall asleep initially, but I find even more so for people that struggle to stay asleep. Five um, HTP can be helpful for that, reducing the pain and fibromyalgia because it helps to mitigate for some even migraine symptoms um, and things that are triggered by low serotonin levels because anxiety and pain and things in fibromyalgia. A lot of times when you don't have enough serotonin levels you are more sensitive to pain. You have more tenderness in your body. And so if you're someone that's is like, hey, I'm always like, I always have aches and pains and they wear on me. You might be someone that could benefit from that. And then there are some research that shows that it helps decrease 
obesity um, because it produces, you know, boosts that satiety level and it reduces that appetite. And so it can help control the calorie intake among people. Um, some things to pay attention to, though, in general, it appears to be very, very safe. But indigestion or heartburn, stomach problems, nausea, vomiting, fatigue, muscular spasms or dysfunction. And again, there is some speculation on a lot of this. Like these are extremes. This is if you're taking really, really high doses for most people. But that is why we always recommend to ease into this stuff and do not introduce more than one supplement at a time. That's like a general rule of thumb when it comes to supplement taking or any type of medication. You don't want to be introducing a bunch of them at the same time because again, if something happens, you don't know what caused it. And so then you have to back out, reintroduce, re-implement. So if you're doing this on your own, you definitely want to make sure that you are layering things in one at a time, starting with a very low dose and building up on that dose over time. So like Lewis was saying, a really common dose is between about 300 to 500 milligrams for 5-HTP. So if you are struggling with this, if the low serotonin sounds like you, this might be something that could be a benefit, tends to be very safe, and it could resolve a lot of symptoms or issues that you might be dealing with. Put a smile on your face. Never let them take your joy away. Let the sunshine make your day. Take your hand of your love. Wanna dance the night away. Or get away and escape on a vacay. Life's a marathon, not a relay. It's up to you to do what you love to do. Let no one stop you.